I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they can get what they want when they want because they're special. And in today's episode, guys, it's all about petty Karens starting trouble and having it backfire so hard on them. I hope you enjoy today's super satisfying stories. Hit subscribe if you're not subscribed, and as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Alright, so we have a next-door neighbor who does not like us, for no apparent reason. This is a vacation home for them, and we've never said a single word or interacted with them, ever. And they seem to think we live in an HOA, which we don't. And they've called the city code enforcement on us many times. We let our yard pretty much grow wild, whereas theirs is meticulously landscaped and professionally tended. We have six-foot walls between houses, so they can't see much of anything in our yard without trying. We've caught them climbing a ladder to take pictures of our yard to send to the city to lodge a complaint. The city investigates, finds nothing wrong, and closes the complaint. The last complaint happened a few months ago when we were doing some legally permitted construction. The neighbor calls the city, and they come out and find no issues. Apparently, he was upset with this outcome, and he made more and more complaints, of which only one was valid. The guy complained about our vehicle parked on the street without having a current registration sticker. Parking enforcement came out and put a sticker, telling me to fix the problem or move it within three days. Apparently, my current license plate sticker had been scraped off. While out front, I noticed my neighbor's new motorhome parked in front of his house. It's illegal in the city to park a motorhome on the street, and normally I could not care less about it, but this seemed like a perfect opportunity that I couldn't pass up. So with that, I asked the parking guy, what about that thing? He said there was no complaint about it, so I said, I'm complaining. This thing isn't supposed to be parked here. And the guy agrees. I then watched as he took pictures and wrote out the parking ticket slash tow order. I then watched as about an hour later, the tow truck guy comes. He hooked it up and took it away to their impound lot. Yes, guys, revenge is best served towed. And what a great example of effing around and finding out. Like, what an a-hole neighbor, though. Some people just need to get a life. And guys, who also suspects that the neighbor might have been the one to scrape OP's license plate sticker off? Which, if that's the case, enjoy paying those impound fees, sir. That's the price you gotta pay for being a complete a-hole. My friends bought their very first home not long after he and his wife graduated college. They had lived their whole married life in married housing, which basically consisted of a one-room apartment on campus. Needless to say, they were beyond excited with their very own place with lots of room. But within the first day, only hours after moving in, the next-door neighbor starts yelling and screaming at them to move their cars. And if they don't move their cars, he would not only have them towed, but he would file trespassing charges on them for being on his property. Of course, my friends were beyond upset, and they didn't know what to do. They were just certain that their realtor had told them that this gravel driveway was theirs, as was the small piece of land that connected the driveway to their home. 
So for the time being, they park their cars directly in front of their house, practically on their lawn. In the meantime, the neighbor had rented a bulldozer and parked it in the spot that he claimed was his, laughing at my friends. He then moved piles and piles of dirt into huge mounds, blocking off the entry to the gravel driveway. Seeing as how I work for the state as a social worker, I know quite a few people at the local courthouse. So I called a few people and I was directed to someone that could get me a copy of the land survey that had been done on my friend's property. After pulling a few strings, I managed to get a copy of it and this is where it gets really good. It almost makes me want to jump up and down again while telling the story. You see, the land survey showed that the gravel driveway and the little piece of land connecting it to my friend's house was theirs. The crazy neighbor was actually trespassing by having his rented bulldozer on their property. And what makes it even better is that he had used his bulldozer to destroy their property by moving the huge mounds of dirt all over. So of course, I told my friends and they called the police because there was no reasoning with this man. The police officer was just wonderful. He explained to the neighbor that he was trespassing and that he had to remove the bulldozer immediately and that he was lucky because his neighbors had declined to press charges against him for destruction of their property on the condition that he repair the driveway to its original condition so it could be accessed by the owners. Needless to say, the neighbor hasn't caused any more problems for my friends and he avoids them at all cost. Guys, I love this one so much, and I'm not gonna lie, if I were in Opie's friend's shoes, I don't think I would have been so nice, especially after the guy was such a jerk. Personally, I would be playing dumb guys, I'd be calling the cops while his bulldozer was still on my property, and telling them, uh, I don't know what my neighbor thinks he's doing, but he's digging up my property with a frickin' bulldozer, please, come arrest this man. With that said, I hope Opie's friends, at the very least, put up no trespassing signs on that gravel driveway just so the neighbor has to look at it every single time he's outside. Years ago, when my wife and I first got married, we moved into a small one-bedroom apartment together. We found out later that this particular unit has been vacant for quite a while. The woman on the other side of the shared wall was an elderly woman. Now, she never spoke to us, but she was overtly rude to us and demanding. Very quickly after we moved in, we received a notice that someone complained about excessive noise. Now, we were young, but we never liked to throw parties at our own house. We just went out. So we had never even had people over at this point. We were quite confused by this. We called the office, and they told us not to worry too much about it. It must have been a misunderstanding. About a week later, we get a knock on our door, and it's the police. We open the door to see what's up. They tell us that a neighbor's called and complained that we were being way too loud. Now, we were literally sitting in the living room watching TV. We showed the officers as much, and they apologized and left. This happened several more times over the coming months. Cops kept showing up randomly due to this neighbor's complaints. One time, we even came home from a movie to the cops knocking. We showed them our ticket stubs and then opened the door to a dark and silent apartment. At this point, the officer said, okay, we'll take care of this. I closed the door, but I stayed at the door and watched them walk towards my neighbor and knock on her door. I hear them telling her that she's to stop calling them for nothing or there will be consequences. So after seeing this, we now know for sure who was calling. A few days later, we were parking and I saw her pull in right after us. My wife decided to try to talk to her finally to see if we could figure out the problem. So my wife walks towards her car smiling, saying hello. The woman just locks herself in her car and she starts crying. We left her, obviously. My wife then went straight to the office to speak to the staff about the issue. I went inside and waited at the peephole. Now this woman was very old and she walked with a walker. 
I hear the outside door close, and I wait a few seconds, and she comes into view on my peephole. While the woman's walking by, I reach back, and I kick the door with all my might. The woman screams, lifting her walker into the air, and screams as she nearly sprints to her apartment. After a few minutes, I get out my vacuum and start running it as cover because I know what's coming. A few minutes later, sure enough, the police are at my door. Lucky for me, it's the same cops as last time. I shut off the vacuum and answer the door. They apologize for the intrusion, but they have to come and ask if I had struck my door as she had walked by. I was aghast at the accusation. I say to the cops, guys, come on, I would never, what kind of a childish monster would do that to an old woman? Now, I don't know if they believed me or not, but they accepted the explanation. Little did I know, this was the final straw. She was not allowed to renew her lease a few months later, and she was cited for improper use of 911, and we were granted an order of protection against her. Now, was I an a-hole and super petty? Definitely. Do I regret it? Sometimes. Would I do it again? Abso-effing-lutely. Yeah, guys, so that Karen got what was coming to her. Like, being petty and repeatedly calling the cops on people for the littlest things is such a crappy thing to do. Like, I- I'm not gonna lie, I did feel bad for her because she's an older woman in her 70s, but then I remember one comment that I read one time where somebody was like, nah, don't feel bad for people because they're old. Those people used to be young a-holes. They just aged and became old a-holes. Let me know if you guys agree with that or not. When I first left home to go to university, my parents co-signed a mortgage for me on an apartment-style condominium in a small Canadian city. This was 20 years ago, so it came at a whopping $52,000. They thought that this was a much better and economical choice than me trying to find an apartment and dealing with landlords. I loved the idea, and I moved into my new home. The building was almost entirely populated by the 65-plus crowd. It was small, and it only had 24 units split into two halves. I had a basement condo. It was a nice place, nothing fancy, but amazing for a student. I was young, 19 at the time, but I was quiet, kept to myself, and I didn't do the whole party thing. I got along with most of my neighbors. I would help them out by moving heavy things or carrying groceries upstairs. Now, I was acutely aware of the age gap and the general image of a university student, so I made sure to just be an all-around great guy to avoid conflict. The one person that I could never see eye-to-eye with was with my upstairs neighbor. For a 70-year-old woman that couldn't have weighed more than 100 pounds, she walked like a damned elephant. She would have gospel music on her TV at max volume at 5am on Sundays, and she would make remarks about that damn kid when something was left out of place. She even went as far as to accuse me of breaking into her car and making a police statement, saying she saw me do it. Unfortunately for her, I was out of the country on an internship at the time, but she still persisted, being a pain in my ass. I tried to approach her about the TV issue, and her response was to make sure that it was no longer just Sunday. So after a couple of years of attempted diplomacy, it was clear that nothing that I did would make things better. Others in the building probably knew she had it out for me. But why would this adorable little old lady try to lie and get me thrown out of the building by the condo board? And I want to note, she tried at least 11 times while I lived there. Seven years into living there, I was at my job with an ambulance service just north of the city. I got called to a shooting. A guy shot his neighbor in a land dispute. The neighbor survived, but there was of course going to be a police investigation. The investigating officers called me to get a statement, and offered to just come over to do it rather than have me travel. One of them was a constable I'd worked with quite a bit, so I said sure. We set a time for about an hour after I'd get home from work. 
I was just getting out of the shower when they buzzed to get inside the building. I said, come on in. I'll be out in a second. I hit the door buzzer and quickly grab some pants and a shirt. I hear them come in and then walk upstairs. As I'm trying to throw on clothes, I hear them knocking on my upstairs neighbor's door. They introduce themselves as being from the major crimes division, and they say they were looking for me, and I'm thinking, oh no. I can hear the woman say, oh, he lives downstairs. What do you want with him? They then thanked her and informed her that they couldn't say, as it was an active investigation, and my heart sank. But then I had a thought. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It only took about 15 minutes to do my statement and they went on their way. And then the fun began. I knew the rumor mill would be starting. She would tell everyone that would listen that Major Crimes was looking for me, and that I must be some sort of criminal. I decided to see where this went. Pretty soon, I'm getting side eyes in the hallway, and neighbors are steering clear of me, so I know she's been talking. It turns out that I've been arrested for robbery and kidnapping, and I must be out on bail, according to her. I found this out when one of my neighbors who's on the condo board shows up with a letter, demanding an explanation and threatening to have me kicked out. I asked him what this was all about, and he said, well, Linda sent us a letter about what happened, and we had to have an emergency board meeting because people don't feel safe with you here. I said that per the bylaws of the condo board, before any action could be taken, I could request a meeting to review and provide a defense. Linda was on the board, so I knew she'd be there. They set a date for a week from then, but I was given a caution that it didn't look good for me and that I would have to do a lot of explaining. So the meeting day comes, Linda sitting smugly looking at me, and the other members are giving me dirty looks. The board president asked what I have to say in my defense. That's when I stand and quietly start handing out a letter on RCMP letterhead, signed by the regional superintendent that says, Mr. OP is not under suspicion of any crimes, past or current, and he has not been arrested, detained, or questioned as a suspect in any criminal matter. His duties as a paramedic will often require him to make statements in regards to ongoing investigations, and in this instance on this date, investigators had gone to obtain a statement about an ongoing investigation, for which he was professionally involved. At no time did the members discuss, disclose, or in any way indicate that he had any involvement in any wrongdoings. I'm deeply saddened by the necessity of this letter, and I'll be reopening an investigation into a previous incident regarding false statements made against him. You could tell when people read and understood it. The dirty looks shifted from me to Linda. She then exclaimed that it must be a forgery because she witnessed me being let off in handcuffs. 
She then pleaded that they should believe her and not me because I'm some young hooligan. That didn't help her. I just stood and addressed the board and outlined the years of abuse and harassment, including the false accusation of a break and enter to a vehicle. I then informed the board that on the advice of my lawyer, that I do not discuss the matter further with any member of the board, as Linda being a part of it and using her position for the purposes of harassment has opened the board as a whole to litigation and I was still weighing my options. The next day, I had a knock on my door. The board president had informed me that Linda was removed from the board and that she was given a warning about her conduct and that any further harassment could result in proceedings to have her removed from the building. She also had a visit from police with a summons for providing a false statement and obstructing a peace officer. She had to attend court. She pled guilty for both and she was given a suspended sentence and one-year condition to not harass, threaten, or intentionally inconvenience me in any way. If she abided her conditions, she would receive an absolute discharge, meaning it would be removed from her record like it never happened. I moved to another province before the year was up, but for a brief period of time, I actually got to sleep in on Sunday mornings. Now that was well played OP, and it's so funny how Karen went from falsely accusing OP of being a convicted felon to becoming one herself. Totally should have just left him alone. Again, some people love to start trouble for no reason. OP was in the comments stating that he didn't know why she targeted him, but he thinks it's because he was young and quiet. He had to have been up to something. So I got into a car accident a few days ago. It was minor, but mostly my fault. I was doing a K-turn out of a residential driveway on a busy street, and while backing up, I hit a car that was speeding to get past. There were no airbags deployed, and both cars were completely drivable. This accident happened at about 4.45. In the car was a middle-aged father and a mother, with a toddler in the car seat in the back next to the door that was hit. This family does not speak English. The father got out of the car and did the immediate, look at my damage, the woes that come with an accident. He tells me that there's a baby in the back and then shows me a still sleeping child. His wife immediately gets on the phone with who I believe is the police. We then pull into a parking lot to get off the busy road and wait. About 20 minutes later, I grabbed their hubcap out of the road and handed it to the gentleman. And he opened the back door again and showed me the sleeping baby. It's now about 5.40, and the couple's niece and her boyfriend show up. They immediately demand money to fix the car, and I told them we'll go through insurance. She asked several times if I really want to go that way, and I told her there was no way I had the money to fix both cars, so insurance it is. She then proceeds to call the police at that point, and I'm thinking, the aunt was on the phone with her and not police? I'll wait even longer for the police to come then. Around 6.15, the toddler finally wakes up and starts crying. It's now been asleep for at least an hour and a half, and most likely is hungry. At 6.30, the cops show up and ask the niece if the baby needs paramedics. And the niece, who didn't show up until almost an hour after the collision, starts lying to the police about how the baby's been crying since the accident, and to send them immediately. Now, I've been in a few accidents over the years as a driver, and now I'm starting to smell what this really is, an insurance scam. I looked through my dash cam and I was able to prove that they sped through a red light right before the driveway where I turned from. 
When the cop came to ask me what happened, I told him my side of the events, and then showed the dashcam proving the light was red in the direction they claimed to be coming from. For good measure, I also told the police that the baby only started crying like 15 minutes prior to when they got there. The niece then starts screaming that I was lying. I then told the police officer, if what she says is true, I'd like to make a claim against them for child endangerment. They claim that the baby was crying for the last two hours from the accident, and never once did they call 911 for medical assistance. They called their niece to come here instead of emergency services, and only asked for them after they were offered. The car seat also isn't center-mounted, like required by state law, and should be cited. At that point, the niece is calling me every name in the book, like she just found out I cheated on her from Jerry Springer. I then calmly tell the officer that my dash cam was running the entire time we're stopped, and I have it on record when the child woke up. The officer just looks at her and said, Ma'am, it's a crime to lie on a police report. Was the baby crying since the accident? All of a sudden, she now had to check with her aunt and uncle to find out. She withdrew her claim, and the officer tossed out her witness statement because she wasn't an actual witness to anything. Hopefully no BS lawsuit comes from it. Guys, this is why I believe everyone should have a dash cam because of sleazy people like this trying to scam others. And this person comments, always and immediately use your smartphone to take pictures and video as soon as you can. Don't wait until you've talked with anyone. Don't wait until you've called the cops. Check on your passengers first and then take pictures and video. Once that's done, then check on the other people. If you're in a one-party state, record audio of that interaction. So here are some context. My husband, 34 years old, and I, 26 years old, got married 9 months ago, and we live in a different town from his parents. And his mom visited us unexpectedly on Friday. Now, to give some context about my mother-in-law, she's okay-ish, but she has no respect for her son's privacy, and by extension, mine. When it was time to go to bed, mother-in-law requested that we let her sleep in our bedroom, on the master bed. Not just that, but lock the door as well because she explained she can't feel comfortable enough to sleep without locking the door. Now I found this bizarre, but I politely declined, and then suggested other options like the guest room that has a bed, and couch, but no, she turns around and she presented these options to me. My husband agreed, but I said no, and this initiated an argument between her and I. During the argument, I pointed out how I didn't want to be kept out of my room and away from my stuff. But she lashed out at my husband saying, Don't you just stand there, you say something. That's when my husband told me to let her because it's just one night. But I told her those were all the options I had for her, and if she didn't like them, that I could book her a hotel. She took it as I was kicking her out, and she starts crying, which made my husband upset. She left at like midnight, and my husband blew up saying that I disrespected his mom, who was a guest at our house, and treated her poorly, and then reminded me that it's our bedroom, not just mine, and that I acted horribly, causing her to go stay at a hotel in the middle of the night. He then went to book a room in the same hotel as her, and he turned his phone off. The next day, she went home, and she told the family, who berated me, calling my behavior towards mother-in-law disgusting and loathsome. Now my husband's complaining how I keep trying to ruin his relationship with his family and push them away. 
but I just want to know if I really was the a-hole. Yeah, I don't think Opie is the a-hole at all, guys, and her husband needs to grow a pair and defend his wife. Like, the guy should have said, Mom, I love you, but you gotta sleep on the couch, or I'll end up sleeping on the couch forever. Okay, jokes aside, though, it is kind of creepy that mother-in-law demanded the bedroom <laughs> and to have the door locked. Like, how much snooping do you want to do, lady? And I can't believe Opie's husband defended his mom. Like, I love my mom, guys, but even that request is weird as heck. But you guys know the drill. How many of you would let your mother-in-law sleep in the bed you share with your significant other? I don't know many people that would, because gross. So yeah, that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard. And I hope you got some good laughs today because the stories were outrageous. If you missed the last episode on the channel, it's in our slash malicious compliance episode where OP's boss says everybody is useless to him. And he learns a lesson he won't forget. Go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.